In today's podcast video, I want to talk about contract deadlines under a backup contract and ramifications for early performance. We have all become very familiar with the backup contract during this market of low inventory. And we understand that the backup addendum states that neither party is required to perform under the backup contract while it is, in, is contingent upon the termination of the first contract. And then the addendum clarifies when performance is due. It states, for purposes of performance, the effective date of the backup contract changes to the date buyer received notice of termination of the first contract. And that becomes the amended effective date. So now what happens if one of the parties performs earlier than required under certain provisions of the contract? Early performance has little impact on some things. For example, if buyer applies for buyer approval while in backup position, they will still have until the number of days negotiated under buyer approval to terminate the contract after it becomes primary or after the amended effective date. If buyer inspects while in a backup position, buyer will still have until the end of the option period after becoming primary to terminate the contract. There is no impact for early performance under these scenarios. But what happens if the seller provides the buyer with the existing survey commitment and exception documents before the backup contract becomes primary? Per the backup addendum, seller does not have to provide them while the contract is in backup position, but there is nothing prohibiting him from doing so. What is the consequence of that early performance? In my opinion, if a buyer in a backup position receives the survey commitment and exception documents, buyer must make his title objections within the number of days negotiated after receipt of these items, irrespective of being in backup. Paragraph 6D of the contract states, buyer must object the earlier of the closing date or blank days after buyer receives the commitment, exception documents, and the survey. Buyer's failure to object within the time allowed will constitute a waiver of buyer's right to object. So buyer beware. If the backup contract is turned into a title company that has the primary contract, it could very well happen that the commitment and exception documents get sent out to the backup buyer, even though not yet due. And provided the seller has already uploaded the existing survey in T47 and MLS, so the buyer's agents has provided that to buyer, then buyer will have received all that is needed to start the objection period running. If buyer fails to make timely objections while in backup position, he or may, she may waive their right to object when their contract becomes primary. Another example when early performance may cause buyer to lose his or her right to object or terminate is the HOA addendum. If the addendum is checked where the seller is to provide the HOA documents within a certain number of days after the effective date of the contract, although seller is not obligated to provide them until the contract becomes primary, seller may do so. Then buyer will only have three days to terminate after receipt. Failure to terminate within the three days means buyer no longer has that right. Under a backup contract, beware of consequences of early performance and what buyers in particular need to do to protect their rights under the contract. Thank you for supporting my video podcast and the business of allegiance. I appreciate the notes of thanks 
and I encourage you to send topics of interest to tip of the week at allegiancetitle.com. Thank you.